the Harvey Tech Podcast. Welcome to today's Harvey Tech Podcast. My name is Ralph, and I'm the senior specialist for sales enablement at Harvey Hydraulics. Our topic today is: Do you know how much volume you can get out of a hydraulic accumulator, and which parameters influence that? Since I don't know the answer to this, I've invited my colleague Axel, who is a key market manager at Harvey Hydraulics. Axel, welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm quite excited to do this podcast with you. I can tell you are just brimming with excitement. That's <laughs> okay. awesome. So I'm uh, I'm curious. Uh, today we're talking about hydraulic accumulators. Um, to get started, for me and our audience. Can you tell us what an hydraulic accumulator is and what it is used for? Okay, a hydraulic accumulator, as the name says, it accumulates, it stores energy, just like an electric accumulator stores electric energy. Okay, not such a big difference. Just the technique is completely different. However, the applications are quite numerous. Mm -hmm. So we often use the accumulators for providing peak flows into an hydraulic systems that helps us to um, optimize the design of our systems. Um, but there are other applications for accumulators as well. For example, leakage compensation or pulsation damper. The point is always hydraulic energy is either stored or released. So this is what the accumulator is doing. Okay. But how is this hydraulic energy stored? Now, as far as I understand, hydraulic energy means that you provide a certain volume at a certain pressure. Exactly. That's uh, what we do. And in that case, the name leads a little bit in, in the wrong direction. What we do is not storing the hydraulic energy, but we are storing the energy of compressed gas, which is inside the accumulator. Okay, um, can you help me a little bit? How can I imagine or picture that? Okay, just imagine some kind of vessel and the vessel is divided into a gas side and an hydraulic side. Mm -hmm. um, in between is either a diaphragm or a bladder or in large piston accumulators a piston. And on one side we have the gas, so the accumulator is filled with gas. And on the other side, we pump in hydraulic oil. And with that, we comp compress the gas side. And with that, we store the energy. Okay, so the available volume corresponds to the energy that is stored. So this leads us back to the initial question. How much volume can I get from one of these hydraulic accumulators? This is the interesting question which we quite often have to calculate actually for each new um, application that we have. In the beginning, the start is very simple. The larger the accumulator is, the mm -hmm. more energy we can get out of it. And there's a wide variety of accumulator sizes. So in our product range, we have very small accumulators, just 13 cubic centimeter nominal volume, mm -hmm. but we also have large piston accumulators with a volume up to 40 liter. Wow. Okay. So with a 40 liter accumulator, I can get close to 40 liters of volume, correct? No, unfortunately not. Not by far. <laughs> um, you must imagine the accumulator is already filled with gas. Mm -hmm. And now we start filling oil into that 
on the hydraulic, hydraulic side, and with that we compress the gas. So that is how we accumulate energy, correct? Exactly, that's how it works. But now we have to come to one specific point. We do not store or provide the volume at a constant pressure, but on a pressure range. So we have a maximum pressure and a minimum pressure. And in between this range, we provide the requested energy from the accumulator. Okay. Um, you mentioned a range. Can you tell me what this pressure range is? Yeah. Let's, let's have an example. Please. So um, imagine a one liter accumulator. This is quite a typical size for our application. And let's imagine a pressure range that we want to work in between 18 and 100 bar. Mm -hmm. So we want to get energy down to 80 bar. So we have to pre-charge the gas side with the pressure slightly lower than that because we don't want to completely empty the accumulator. So we will pre-charge it to, for example, 70 bar. Then we start filling the accumulator up to 100 bar mm -hmm. and the usable volume is between 180 and 100 bar. And now we come to the point from the one liter accumulator in this pressure range, we will get the volume of approximately 130 to 170 cubic centimeter. Mm -hmm. That means for larger accumulators between 13 and 17 percent. That's not really very much. I'm, I'm surprised. Um, that raises some questions for me. Um, the first, how do you calculate this? For that, we have the so-called general gas equation. So we are calculating the gas which is compressed. And in that calculation, we put in the gas pressure, mm -hmm. the lower point pressure point, the upper pressure point, and the nominal volume of the accumulator. Okay. And with that, we get the result of the usable volume for our energy storage. Mm -hmm. The formula itself is a bit complicated. I don't want to read it here, <laughs> uh, but uh, you can find it when looking into the internet or have a look on our specific calculator, hydraulic-calculator.harvey.com. Okay. Um, for our audience, uh, we will put this link in our show notes so that uh, if this was a little fast for you or you didn't write it down, you can just click on the link or uh, write down the link. Um, now, my second question, uh, why 13 to 17%? Can't you be a little bit more accurate? Yep. Um, there's one interesting effect with the accumulators. When getting volume out of the accumulator, mm -hmm. The reusable volume is depending on the speed on which I take out the volume. So if I release the volume fast, I will get less volume than when I release it slowly. Mm -hmm. Fast means within seconds, slow within minutes. Just as a simple, to get a simple idea. Okay. I didn't really expect that. Uh, what's the reason for that? Yeah. Mm, quite often people don't expect that. Um, the reason is um, I, we have to dive into thermodynamics, which is, can become a bit complicated. <laughs> um, to get an idea is uh, when we release the volume fast, we will have no thermal exchange. Mm -hmm. So um, that means the temperature of the gas drops and with that the pressure drops. And that means we get 
less volume out of the accumulator. We, this is called the fast re release is called adiabatic. Okay. And slowly, when the temperature is compensated, mm -hmm. it is called isothermic and that allows to get more volume out of it. But in most applications, mm -hmm. we will get it fast. And so we are usually uh, calculating with the adiabatic value. Okay. Now, the example you mentioned earlier, um, there we are looking at about 13%. That's not really a whole lot. Is there a way to increase the volume without using a larger accumulator? The only tuning screw that we have is the pressure range. Mm -hmm. So when we extend the pressure range, for example, in the previous example, I meant 100 to 120 bar. If mm -hmm. we go now up to 150 bar, between 100 and 150 bar, mm -hmm. then we already get 33% adiabatic wow. okay. out of the accumulator. Okay. Now that sounds better already. Um, it, but the users, they usually don't want that wide a pressure range. Um, is there something that can be done there? Yes. But we do quite often to keep the accumulator as small as possible that we use a wide pressure range, mm -hmm. but the first valve before the valve bank or behind the accumulator is a pressure relief valve, a pressure reducing valve, sorry, pressure reducing <laughs> valve. Uh, <clears throat> and that reduces the pressure to the requested value. So in our mm -hmm. case, 80 bar. So we have a good volume out of the accumulator mm -hmm. and a constant pressure in the system, okay. which, the, uh, which the customer will like to have. There's a small disadvantage to that. We have more loss in the system, um, but the advantages uh, count more. So we can take that into, um, we can accept that. Okay. Well, let, let's hope our customers can accept that. They too. usually do that. They like the, the compact systems. Sounds awesome. Um, then let me summarize for our audience a little bit what uh, we have heard here. So the volume that can be taken from an accumulator is determined by the nominal size, the pressure range, and the discharge speeds. So there are three factors that exactly. go into this. And to be able to use a wide pressure range, we should use maybe a or not maybe, but we should use a pressure gauge, a uh, pressure regulating gauge before the valve bank, correct? We call it pressure regulating valve, but yeah, that's correct. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm glad you corrected me because I got that wrong. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, now, is there anything else you would like to add for our audience? Please? Yeah, maybe mention again the link, the calculation formula can, and other calculation formula can be found in the Hydraulic calculator, we have the link in the show notes. Exactly. We'll have that in there. And uh, we look forward to your comments um, and suggestions for future podcasts. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our email address is podcast at havi.de. And uh, we look forward to your suggestions. And I thank you, Axel, very much for being here today and uh, explaining this interesting topic to all of us. Thank you a lot. It was a pleasure. And thank you very much. Listen to our next podcast. Thank you. Goodbye.